Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy, Cheese. No Sir Love Day, no Kalina. They're out getting ready and editing and all that good stuff. Um, but we do have a guest, special guest, interesting guest. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm all about, all about keeping the hip-hop community as positive as possible as the big discussion in the world is different generations have their different ways of having hip-hop. And I'm... And the Crush A Lot podcast is really about why can't we all win? Why can't we have everybody win? And the way we do that is by celebrating old school hip hop, but also mentoring the new generation for they can win, for they can be here more than just a summer. Uh, we want people to be here for a long time for we could talk about them 10, 20 years from now as being important. And one of the people that I got put on to Way younger than me, I would say I'm like almost double the age. Um, is our special guest, uh, Dizzy? Dizzy, how are you? I'm great, I'm great, man. How are you, man? I'm doing good. I've been excited for this one for a while because I work with young people for a living, but working with young people, I know my opinions and the way I think about things is very, very different. And after listening to your album, um, same clothes as yesterday. It it was a very revealing album for me in terms of how I like my music. Um, mm. Saying that, how did you approach making this album? Because this album is it's it's it doesn't sound like what's in the radio <laughs> right now. There's like no trap in it. There's no, no mumbling. There's no, some actual articulation and thinking going on. Um, a lot. A lot of it. And I'm over here like, whoa, what's going on? I did not expect it whatsoever. Where did that come from? Where's the influences coming from? Because these, these are things that been that your influence seems like it's been a while for. You're young. So some of these people may not have even been around when you were here. No. Like, so how did that happen? Um, same clothes as yesterday. Uh, same clothes as yesterday. In all honesty, like, uh, well, I'm gonna get to the influence part right here. Uh, my influence, my number one influence, I would say, is uh, you know, Joey Badass. Pro and uh, yeah, yeah, I love that dude. When I first got into him, it's like I didn't know much about like you know '90s rap, or it's like you know the difference between like you know lyricism and you know, cats who just rap. This this was like 2012, so I was like a lot younger. Like I just liked music. So when I heard Joey's music, I'm like, this is different. Like, what is this? And like with doing research, reading into the comments and stuff, I see that he had a something I never heard before, which was a 90s sound. So that's how I got into like I always knew who Biggie was, but it's like I actually started paying attention to what Biggie was saying. I found Big L. I started actually listening to like a tribe called Quest, Public Enemy. I'm like, man, I love this and I want to do this. And with one of my other favorite rappers who is uh Mac Miller, you know, he has a song, uh, a freestyle actually called Kool-Aid and Frozen Pizza made by Laura Finesse. Another name that I never knew of. And I'm like, okay, I got to hurry and do this. So it was because of my friend, K real, I know you heard him. He's on the album. Yeah, he's on the album. That's, that's my best friend, or one of my best friends. 
I seen that he made music and I'm like, hey, I write a lot. Let me come over. Let's actually do this. He's like, cool, cool. He heard me. He's like, we got to get started on your album because him at the time, he had no interest in like, you know, actually really doing music. He saw that I was serious and said, all right, let's get this ball rolling. So, yeah, a few months go by and I, I made that. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting thing. You said a lot of names there that are pillars in, in hip hop. Uh, Big, of course. Big L, mm -hmm. of course. Um, and, then you, and you have a nice generation of new MCs there, Mac Miller, um, who I think a lot of people are now getting put on to, um, how diverse, and he's a real musician. He's just not a hip-hop artist. He's a real musician out there. And, of course, Joey Badass, who is... Man, he gets lost in the shuffle a little bit. It hurts me a little bit. And I'm from Brooklyn. I literally could walk towards him if I wanted to right now. Um <laughs> He gets lost in the shuffle a little bit because he just holds that banner down of boom bap's kind of style, and he gets mm -hmm. a little pushback. But uh, he's a great ghostwriter. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> um, so Joey, for sure, it's an interesting album because all those influences that you talk about was definitely there. Like I heard it, and all I could be like, "This is, this is pretty good stuff here." <laughs> um, and I, I was, I'm happy to. To let everyone know, you should definitely cop that album and give it give it a listen. No matter how old you are, I you know, hey, I'm pushing close to forty. I love hip hop, so to listen to a younger cat and really be like, man, I'm excited for the next five six years uh, mm. of what you could bring as you you grow. That's that's a big thing. In terms of the production, though, that that's something that is not too much in your wheelhouse in terms of like you are you the one tinkering or you have i know you got producers with you that kind of like hey that's that's the sound i'm going for how did that process work out uh as far as um as far as beats i'm not even gonna lie um i took the i guess cheap approach to it like i just went on youtube typed in tight beats and interesting with me doing that i came across this one um producer named Juno Adonis. He produced, um, what track did he produce on the album? He produced the Same Clothes Interlude. He produced Strawberry Milkshake. He produced the uh, Suicide Attempt. And uh, what else did he produce? Oh, and Snippet. That's my favorite song, personally. Yeah. Um, so with me constantly like going back and forth to him, he actually, you know, emailed me back on something personal like, hey, um, can I actually hear some of the music you're making? Like, uh, what's your social media stuff like that? I sent him all of that, and with that, me and Juno Adonis became friends now. So it's like, uh, with me buying like the first three beats off that album, he gave me the rest for free. I man, I have a copy of the album. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. A lot of people do that, so I wouldn't say it's a cheap way. There's a lot of people that came on the show because our show has become somewhat of an underground haven for the underground scene we got like whoever's the best of the best of underground hip-hop has been on the show and our friends of the show and i've heard that story several times uh before like that's kind of like the power of the internet is you could mm -hmm. and that's what i do like some of the beats i have underneath these tracks are like uh same beats as Wu-Tang. Uh, and I look it up and I'm like, okay. And then I, I you know, find producers who kind of do stuff like that. Um, so that's an interesting thing. Um, man, it's a... One of the things I love a lot about the album, and for full disclosure, for those who 
are new to the show, thank you for checking it out. Go to the link because we're also going to have a full review of the show. Me and Sir Love, they are going to have our 10-minute review of the album. And uh, we're going to definitely give you our full in-depth. But one of the things I did find um, mm. enjoyable about what you were saying is there was a very honest approach to your lyrics where I feel a lot of the times you were really talking to yourself about some really not, not easy things to talk about. And you're yeah. out there putting it like front and center, like with a, a vulnerability that what that's very rare to see. Most people are like, yeah, I got shot three times by my album. And you're my, like, more like, no, I have some real conflicting emotions. What led you there? Why even go in that direction? Um, Well, something I always, like, heard and, like, learned and loved when it comes to music making is, like, simple. Be real. Like, just be real. And uh, me and my boy Corel, we have a track. Um, it's, like, deep in our SoundCloud. Way before I started saying clothes yesterday, it's called Keep It Real. And it's, like, with that, it's, like, Corel even put me onto this. He's just, like, hey, let's, like, even though it sounds like, you know, it's like it should already be installed in your mental. He said, hey, let's be 100% honest in our lyrics. Let's actually talk about what we've been through. Let's have people relate to our music to where it's like they just ain't going to be like, oh, yeah, he could rap, but, I mean, I need something you could feel. And it's like, that's what I like to hear when it comes to listening to music. So I thought, all right, let me just tell my stories. Let me um, tell people how I feel so, you know, they can relate to me. And, uh, yeah, that's what pretty much... You know, no, for sure. I and that's what the right. I I walked away like this is a pretty in depth look into somebody. Like yeah, there was no holding back. So that that's kudos to you. I like stuff like that. Um, I appreciate when I can actually. I think the word you said is right. Feel the music. I was definitely feeling it. I felt the vibe from the beginning. Um, I was like, yeah, this this. I like the sound of it. I like this overall theme. How has been the reception with like the people around you, family and stuff like that? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna push this out. I'm gonna do this. Like, I early on in my life when I was doing stuff, dabbling in production mostly, my mom was not having it. She's like, "Devil music! How dare you get out of my house?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, shit." Like, yeah. Done. How how was that? How has been the reception from family listening? to the album like was it cringeworthy was it like supportive what's going on there like uh strictly family family whichever immediate friends uh the friends like everybody i went to school because like i dropped the album when i was still in high school like it was a uh, the last uh semester of senior year everybody in school loved it everybody but when it comes to like family um I like, I have my family added over social media and they see I was flooding it with this, but I never actually told anyone in my family, like, go listen, because it's like both my mother and father's side is like religious households. So it's like, I don't even want to, you know, I, I know what it is walking into this type of conversation with them. So it's like, not to disrespect them, but it's like, I'm just not really going to, you know. Oh, I know that feeling. I know that feeling yeah. very well. Yeah, man. So, but I hear um with this album in particular, like because uh like 
you see, I made physical copies of it. I made a lot of posters of it, all that. Like, my mom told me that she uh, had a little listening party with the family, and she loved it. But one song they did not listen to was Suicide Attempt, sure. even to this day. And I understand. So Yeah, it's a, it's a touchy subject. I, I find those things for a young person... I don't even want to say young person because that just sounds like negative. But like, it's it's because you're still surrounded. You still like need them around. Like as you're getting your footing, it's always interesting that like the difference in opinions of things. Like essentially, that's the argument we have in hip hop, right? My generation does not appreciate what the younger generation is doing to our music. And then my thought, and I hey, listen, I'm the first one to say I wasn't happy with it, but I think my Opinion change because we also need to understand that we need to take responsibility in mentoring young people, not to make the music we want, but funded to find their own voice. So if hip hop, when I was growing up, was a baby, because essentially <laughs> I, I was born in 1980, so I was in the early part of hip hop. And yeah. now 40 years later, we're grown ass adults. That means we did our rebellion. That means we already grew up. So now the next generation like you are now at the point of rebellion yourself. So of course yes. it's going to sound different. To think mm -hmm. it's not is a little absurd. But I, what I do like, even in your music, there's still a lot of rebellion in it because you're pushing against the mainstream audience. I mean, you say that like in one of your first track, like, yeah, I don't do this low level little yeah. pump stuff. Um <laughs> Is that garnering any, any uh, like backlash? I know because I'm I know that ain't gonna help the sales because people want their music a certain way. Mm hmm. Well, I'm gonna be honest. Um, if because of that line that I said, it's like it caught a lot of people's attention, like in high school. And stuff like that, because nobody was familiar with this sound unless they knew it from me, because people knew I loved, like, Joey and Mac or whatever. But it's like, I've definitely received some backlash, not even for that line, but also stuff I said over the internet, like, oh, he garbage anyway, like, stuff like that. So it's like, I I just keep my mouth shut. I'm just going to let the music speak. I don't, you know, you know, you know what I'm trying to no, say? No, I know. I have, um, it's, in the podcast, we have a three a three-headed three headed monster group over here and I'm the one that puts myself out there the most. So uh -huh. I've even though I'm the one who does everything, I'm also like the one who gets the hate mail because I will say things <laughs> like, Yeah, so I don't like Tupac and yeah, and I also don't like J. Cole and uh and I know that Ooh. makes people upset and this is why. Yeah, it's not like I don't come with my stats, um, because I do. Um mm -hmm. but they get very offended if you don't follow what the crowd is and I'm like yeah I'm just not gonna do that just to do that and I think that's an interesting thing when you're trying to I would imagine you want to make money and do this as for a living and touring like yeah that's not probably the approach but it's also like for me we can see right through it I'm like yeah no I appreciate you did that and then today of this recording my dude's saying he's a lyrical the lyrical monster of all time little pump so we know he's on that lean I said that you could come at me if you want to. We know he's on that lean. Go get that boy drug tested because um, he ain't going to make it uh, any further with that kind of uh, stuff. Uh, he'll have one more summer and move on. Um, and that's the way it is because you're not going to really 
be able to sustain that kind of mentality. So I do appreciate your humbleness, but what's next? Because I want more and I, I really don't want to wait for it. Um, but I know it takes time. So what do you got around the corner? What's 2019 got for you? Um, 2000, I can say that 2019 is honestly going to be, I can't, I know it's going to be probably my busiest year when it comes to like, you know, my musical career, because it's like, I'm trying to get this album of kids back then done. Fun fact, by the way, this was supposed to be kids back then, but I wanted to hurry up and drop something before I got out of high school. So it's like, I saved the major stories and they're going on the next album and all the like, you know, little minor stuff, a few bars that I just really needed to get out. I put on there. So yeah, what's next with that is, uh, um, what's next in this year is pretty much kids back then. And I now have a backing from, uh, below system records. I love them so much. Shout, them they, out. Uh, shout, shout out to them for sure. Yeah. Shout out below system, man. Like shout out below system. Uh, I got, um, the two, uh, head artists of the label Chewy and Triz on the most recent single How You Feel that's gonna be on the album uh the debut single uh Div Cell featuring my main man Corel that's gonna be on there but uh this next single it's um I can give you the title of it the next single uh we're shooting a video for it this Saturday actually it's called Hallelujah it's it's nice man like if you um... I think your parents are gonna avoid that one I have a feeling (laughs) just from the title (laughs) <laughs> probably but they, they gotta listen first yeah man uh i definitely appreciate it hey if you're new to the question lot podcast thank you for checking out the show if you've been on this journey with us then you know that you know we thank you for so much for the growth that we've had the last year as we're growing to at a pace that i don't know how sustainable it is moving forward but mm-hmm. you know we're we're doing our best to keep up with your high demands uh we definitely appreciate everyone checking out the show as always you can subscribe everywhere apple podcast app google play spotify spotify they finally mm-hmm. accepted us them haters and uh google play <laughs> and all that good stuff the link is below most importantly it's not really about us it's about really putting spotlights on people you should be checking out that we enjoy in in, in our leisure time and and dizzy's definitely one of those people that i think people should definitely give a, a spin to uh the link is below for for the new album and you know if you have us you know music streaming the just just subscribe to their stuff and see what's going on. You're already getting it for free from Spotify. They're not, they're not kicking that much back to him that he cares. You know, buy the physicals for he could get more money and all that stuff. You know how we do here. We want to support our artists um, and all that good stuff. Um, and don't worry about your age. That's just good music is good music. And, and you're going to get our full review down below. So make sure you check that out. Dizzy. Man, thank you so much for your time. We are going to keep your eye on you and your growth. Because um, that's the most intriguing thing. I definitely think you have the skill set to to deliver some high quality stuff. And I think as you just have more experience in life, I think the stories that you're going to tell are going to be pretty grand. And just be careful with all the trappings that are out there in the world. Trying to, I want you to win and not get sidetracked by by the purple cup and 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 mixing of chemicals because uh, we want you to win and crush a lot podcast will always be here with, with, with whatever you need and all that good stuff so just you know holler at us and we'll, we got your back crush a lot podcast dizzy we're out peace